say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to take your grilling skills to the next level. We will take you from grill disaster to grill master. So grab your tongs, your aprons, and your pint glasses. Get ready to grill this with Matt Wilson and Jim Salmon. Yeah, you bet this is Grill This. We're here for you every week talking grilling, craft beers. We have a great show for you this morning, this afternoon, this evening. I smell something. What is is that? That voice right there, the great Matt Wilson, sniffing out (laughs) the uh, Hungarian peppers Mm. halved. Uh, some jalapenos halved with the seeds removed out of honor for both of us <laughs> and, and, and to our better health. Yep. Uh, and the bathroom experience. That's, you know what? It's a good. By the way, how are you? Good, good, good to see you, sir. <laughs> you too, you too. And uh, cheese, mm. uh, cheddar cheese, cream cheese, oh. some salt, some pepper, some onion wrapped with bacon. And just cook down. Oh, they are so good. Wait so more to come with that. Peppers, cheese, yep. and bacon. Yeah. I'm sold. One, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll dive into that later. Also have a little in the background here at the uh, Salmon Ranch uh, studio. We have uh, uh, Honeycrisp hard cider churning away in the uh, fermenter. And black raspberry wine. No, I'm excited about this. Usually when it comes to the beverage, I'm the one that brings that to the table. But I know I, I've I've known you for a while now, and I've, I've I've experienced some of your wines and some of your ciders, and I know you do it usually once or twice a year, and I always get excited because it's right around this time you do it, yep. and I'm so excited to see that you got this brewing in the back. Yeah, so we'll uh, maybe we'll uh, dive into that and have oh, one of those too. Man. But uh, I I uh, you know we tried to say we weren't going to do it. Yeah. We we actually said we weren't going to do it. Yeah. But then we ask everybody when we take grill this on the road if they're ever going to make a pumpkin beer. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, we couldn't avoid it. I I talked to a lot of uh, our favorite craft brewers and almost all of them are making some sort of pumpkin, pumpkin beer. Ale. Now, I won't we will leave names alone cuz some of them aren't happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's obviously popular this yeah. time of year. Well, it's it's this time of year, and you know it's Thanksgiving and pumpkin pie yeah. and the whole nine yards. So why not have a pumpkin beer? Yeah. Okay, then we get it over with, yeah. and they forget they did. It. <laughs> yeah, I get so, it. So let me uh, now. Let's. It's time for tr- truth be told. What's your feeling about pumpkin beer? Um, <laughs> I've never had one that I really yeah. like. Now I like pumpkin pie. I do too. Right. Same here. And if you came up with something that tasted like pumpkin pie, I, maybe I a little sweeter. Yep. 
Don't get me wrong. I like from dust bowl dry sure. to loaded with honey, right? right. I mean, uh, and everything in between. Right, right? Yep. exactly. But uh, I, I, just a, a dry pumpkin thing has never done it for me. Yes, that all, I don't know. all spicy thing that's in. I, yeah. It's never been my deal either. But, you know, we said we'd do it. And, and we're going to do And we're it. loyal here on Gilda, <laughs> that's for sure. We're here for the folks. Yep. Uh, also have a little bit of a uh, uh, an update on the price of meats. Oh, man. I mean, you know, if you're a, a billionaire, you can afford a two-inch steak. Jim, but I, it's I, nuts right now. I finally acquired a pellet grill, and now the meats are <laughs> out, out of range for me. I went to my favorite um, uh, Angus... Uh, uh, brisket place yep. if you will it's it's a more of a wholesale place okay and there was uh there was no brisket that i would want there that was less than 80 bucks oh man now i i do the whole thing the point and the, and, and the flat yes. and yep. because that's just what you do uh they had some big giant ones there too and those scare me because you don't know that sometimes you're getting a, the old black angus bull yeah, you know and right. i don't want that right. but um but anyway, I didn't get one, and I pr- I know I promised you a, a brisket soon, and I'm working on it. So. Yeah, I, I wanted to, you know, because obviously when you acquire a new toy, you want to play with it immediately, Absolutely, right? yeah. And I, and I was looking at it, and there's like, you know, saliva dripping from my face <laughs> as I'm staring at it, and I, I, I immediately wanted to buy a brisket, but I remembered that I had uh, a rack of ribs still in my freezer. So I did that, and Jim, I was, talk- I was talking to you before we got on air, I tried something to, to help myself with the cleaning aspect with charcoal because yeah. charcoal can get a little messy when right, you're cooking. Right. I'll, we'll talk about that later. I, I came up with a solution to make uh, clean up a little easier. All right. All right. Great. That's what, uh, yeah, grill this. is here to make things life's easier right. after you've had an adult beverage. Absolutely. Up first is? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go ahead and get, just get it over. Just going to break the seal. Right. It's the pumpkin beer. All so right. I decided we're going to, now, truth be told, we're going to, I want to do two Pumpkin beers. Okay. I wanted to do one that's kind of mainstream. All right. And I wanted to do one that's from like, you know, local craft. Right. Okay. So we can see if there's a difference between the big, the big known ones. and Institutional the small, ones. Right. right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. And, the, and the, the smaller local, you know, craft brewery ones. Okay. So. All right. So first up is an institutional one. All right. I do believe that this, well, first of all, this is in a bottle. So he needs a uh, a bottle opener, which we, we have now two or three in the studio because uh, other times we've embarrassed ourselves we by not having a bottle opener. We will not do that again. Right? <laughs> we so, are good at that. So every so this brewer, Jim, some still consider them a craft brewer because when they first started, they were kind of right. a craft brewery, but they have since obviously taken off, and they're a huge brewery now. It's Sam Adams. Right. Uh, they were a small little Boston brewery, and now they're nationwide and. and everyone knows who they are genesee brewing here in rochester actually up until i don't know a few years ago uh brewed and bottled a lot of sam adams yes, products here right true. here in rochester new york yep. so so yeah they even still if you look at the top left hand corner oh yeah they still have the independent stamp on there because they're yeah. still considered sort of an independent because they're not they're not part of a big conglomerate even though they are now a big conglomerate right. if that makes sense so this is again sam adams this is Jack O Perfect Fall Beer. So Jack O Pumpkin Ale. <laughs> Jack O. Yeah. Right. Jack O Cinnamon and Nutmeg Aromas recall memories of freshly baked pumpkin pie. Now I like a lot. I, I like a little teeny bit of cinnamon, but I love nutmeg. Uh, nutmeg too. I'm a so, nutmeg guy too. So, so. especially in uh, the, you know the eggnog. Yep. I, well, <laughs> 
It's all that, about adult beverages for that, us. I'm sure we'll be talking about that <laughs> closer to Christmas, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so this is a not not strong. It's a four point four. Okay. So this is if you were if you love pumpkin, you could have a few of these and be okay. All right. All right. So here we so go. just in case, here we go. Uh, yeah, that uh, was that was pretty. Oh. That was, that was uneventful noise, that, but that was weak. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's open. <laughs> it, it it definitely smells pumice. Let me D- go does it? it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so I brought over the the pour out bucket just in case. <laughs> I know. Come on. Anticipation. <laughs> that's not right. I apologize. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm well. I, again, my friend, I'm I'm with you on these. I'm not a huge pumpkin <laughs> beer guy either, so. Definitely smell the, uh, the I smell the cinnamon yeah. and I smell the nutmeg in yep. there. Well, ready? Well, let's do it, man. First time, <laughs> first time ever on Grill This, a pumpkin beer. Yeah, that doesn't, um, that's not horrible. I, I was just going to say the same thing. I, I definitely, like that, I've definitely had worse. Mm-hmm. There is a sweeter aspect to this, and I think that helps. It's not, it's not, I was, I was worried that you're going to get all that spice, but no mm-hmm. sweet. So it, it has a nice sweet pumpkin taste to it. Yeah, I agree. Um, this is, this is a good beer. I yeah. won't pour this out. No, this is drinkable. Yeah. Look so. at, a pumpkin beer that's drinkable is a win on grilled this. <laughs> I don't know. We're probably going to get hate mail on this. Yeah, yeah, we I, are going to hate mail on this. That is, that's it's not bad. That's a good beer. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't, you know, I mean. You probably wouldn't go get this. I wouldn't go and pound them or anything, but, no. you know, it's... it's if, uh, if I was somewhere and someone had me this beer to drink, I would, I would drink, drink it. it. Yeah. There you go. Well, you know, truth be told... We'd probably drink pretty much <laughs> we, we, this. <laughs> And then we'd analyze yeah. it, right? That's too funny. Oh, gosh. So, um... Oh, that's done, Jim. We that, got another one. We got that. Well, no, we have another one, but, um... Yeah. I, I'm now. I'm actually looking forward to checking that other one out and yeah. seeing. Uh, yep. So there's so. A, there's a craft. I'm, I'm not going to say the name yet because I want to surprise you. But there's a craft brewer that's one of our favorite craft brewers. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll try it out All next right. time. So I went on a hunt because this time of year is uh, apple time. Yep. And a lot of the farms sure. are crushing apples and whatever. And every year. I have a good friend of mine. Well, Dennis, he's been here on Grill List with us. He has. Great and uh, his, uh, you know, uh, he's one of those guys that has 5,000 cousins. <laughs> and, you know, Cousin Joe, Cousin yep, sure. Larry, cousin, you know. Yep. Uh, but Cousin Doug is yep. a farmer, and okay. uh, Dennis takes me over there, and we, you know, we pay our 15 bucks, and we get five gallons of apple juice. That's and fresh squeezed. The problem is it's it's a conglomeration of, you know, they make cider, so it's like, it's not the best apples that they can sure, sell sure. in a supermarket. Uh, and so you don't know what you get. getting, but you're getting a, a collection of apples. A decent amount and a variety, right. Right. And it, every year it's good. Yep. I like it. I do it a little different, maybe a little extra ingredients, honey or whatever. But this year I went on a hunt for honey crisp okay. apples. Which I love, by Which the way. I found uh, actually honey crisp that was... Uh, Prepackaged, and I bought five gallons of it. Okay, it had been pasteurized, which means it was heated up. Yep, but no preservatives. Okay, okay, and you can't have preservatives in it to get it to ferment. ferment. Right, 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 right. So, uh, the the number one thing that we talk about all the time is sanitizing. Yes, 
And you helped me, by the way, when I did my Mr. Beer. You were the person, the first person I called, if you remember. I'm yeah. like, Jim, I bought this big Mr. Beer kit. What you go? You said the first thing I'll tell you, sanitize. Yep. It. <laughs> Everything that comes in contact with your brew, yep, uh, and and or your fermenters and the lids and the spoons, everything has to be sanitized. Now I use an uh, uh, an oxygen nader. <laughs> There's such a thing. It's a, it's a no rinse. Yep. Uh, it's kind of pricey. A little tub is uh, like thirty five bucks. Okay. Okay. But you take um, a, it, about a uh, a tablespoon per gallon, uh, and I fill up the the fermenters I use are plastic uh, jugs with a lid on it. Okay. And they have a hole in the top for your breather, the bubbler. Yep. Uh, and what I do is I buy these little food grade uh, pet cocks for the bottom. I drill a hole in there, right. and I set it up about two and a half inches from the bottom. So I can without I don't have to siphon. Yep, which is great. It's yeah. great. So yep. all the sediments in that two and a half inch on the bottom, and I just open the thing, and I can liquid, put it into yeah. a second fermenter if I'm going to do that, or I can bottle it right from there without getting all that sediment in. There. Now, how long have you been? Because as you said, you do this all the time, and my. My wife, who's going to kill me when I say this, always drinks all of it when I bring it yeah. home. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, but how long have you been doing this? And, and it's, but number one, what piqued your interest to do this? And number two, how long have you been doing this? Gosh, I, I have friends that do it. Every once in a while, I'd have somebody that handed me a bottle of their particular uh, hard cider. Some of it was really dry and harsh. I still liked it. Yeah. Some of it had a little bit of like honey taste to it that was just from heaven. Yep. And I thought, you know what, I'm gonna try. So I just read about it. I went out, and bought some of these things, and I bought two more and then four more. And now I, you know, I've got a, enough stuff, and I've probably been doing it ten years or wow, so. Wow. Okay. Um. So anyway, you 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 sanitize. I keep mine out in a brewing shed. Yep. And then you bring it in, you rinse it out, you sanitize everything. Uh. Then you you dump your apple juice in there. Okay. Uh, and in this particular batch, I had uh, five gallons of Honeycrisp cider, and I put in about five pounds of dark uh, brown sugar. Mm, mm. Uh, and you stir, and you stir, and you stir, and you stir, because you don't want it sitting on the bottom, right? Sugar right. takes a while to dissolve, right? Right. especially right. when you're not heating it. So right. you stir, and you stir, and you stir. Sanitized again. The giant yep. spoon is sanitized. Yeah. And then uh, once it's, uh, and it's probably at room temperature by then, because yep. if you do it cold, sometimes the yeast doesn't like that. Yeah. Uh, and on this batch, I had a package of cider yeast from that expired in March of 2021. <laughs> and, and I thought I had more, because usually I have, I don't know, half a dozen or, or more yeast. In right, it. right. I did go buy a couple of fresh ones, uh, but it was not cider. I bought the wine yeast. Yep. So. So I go, oh, darn, I only have this one. Well, we'll see what happens. So uh, usually within 24 hours, it's cranking, and it was. And it's just, we sampled it this morning. It's mm -hmm. been going for about a week, and it's it's really, number one, strong alcohol. You can tell that. Yep. But it has that honey crisp oh, taste to it, and it's really good. So uh, I also take a hygrometer reading to see how much alcohol, you know, see what the reading is yes. before I start. Right. Um, now if you're, if you're out in the woods and, and this, this has already been pasteurized, yep. which, which was great because sure. there's nothing in there, right? Yep. Yep. But you can still get it to ferment. If you're getting your apples from a farm, fresh squeezed or whatever, you have to put a, what's called a, a Campton tablet in there to kill any wild yeast. 
because that'll mess with the right. that'll mess with you big time. Right. And the rule of thumb is these uh, Kempton uh, tablets are available at any brewing store. You can get them online. One tablet per gallon. And I have this mortar and pestle thing that grind it up and put it in there and then stir and stir and stir. Right. But this batch, I didn't have to do that because this was already already done. Um, and then you close it and you put a, an, an airlock on there, which is uh, a little bubbler. And it has about uh, half of it's filled with water. Yep. And it just starts going bloop, bloop, bloop. And as <laughs> soon as it started uh, fermenting, you know, you knew you were winning. Yep. And, and a month from now, I'll be bottling this up and... And and you're uh, I've got the labels all made and everything. You'll be getting a bottle of this. <laughs> well, I I always appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's it's amazing. I think it's a very cool. See, so the funny thing about this is because now we we do grill this and we do we do food and we do uh, uh, beverages here. I can already you can already kind of relate to a lot of these brewers that we talk to because you brew stuff yourself and you understand how people can fall in love with this process. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? And I have some friends that started out in their garages, kind of like we do here. Yep. Um, and, you know, they loved it. They had a passion for it. And then they went on and went big time. Yep. And like anything that goes big time, there's it. always stuff you didn't figure yeah. out, right? Yep. And and you take a hobby that you love, and sometimes you turn it into, oh, this is a grind, yeah. you know? but. But then there's the people that go, wow, I got this figured out, and they got brewers, and you know we went from seven uh, barrels to now we're at fifteen and fifty, and yep. and then a roar box, right? Yep, yep. So <laughs> and that, that's what I'm saying. That's our friend General up. Yep. He started doing it himself, like in his garage, and now look at him. He's the godfather of craft beer in, in upstate New York, pretty much. Yep. So now our market here in Rochester has uh, two really good brewing stores. Yep. Now these are. Uh, these are uh, brewing, uh, hydroponic slash head shops. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and um, it's pretty funny because you know, I mean, they teach you how to grow anything in there. Yeah. But I, I stick to the the, the brewing <laughs> part. But they, the, you know, for twenty five bucks, you can get all you need to make hard cider. Yep. Uh, or or even wine. Now they they have uh, these what's called fruit bases. They're uh, it's made by Vinter, and they're one gallon. Uh, fruit bases, which you take and mix that one gallon with four gallons of water, okay. and now you can make wine with it. It's that's, it's that's it's about fifty dollars a gallon. No, when you buy it, but there's anything you could ever think of, uh, from the fruits, uh, you know, cabernets, that kind of thing. So it, you know, it's it's kind of fun, and it takes a lot of the 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 questionable practices out of it you right. know where where you could make a mistake and ruin it you know so right well I, that's kind of how i feel with mr beer because you buy that you buy this the stuff that you use them to make the beer with it's already kind of pre-made for you part of it that stuff that you put in there uh which makes it a little easier for you to not mess it up yeah right so once you get obviously once you get more advanced you can start doing your own thing and, and making things that, you know yep. that, the way you want to make them but you can take uh a plastic milk jug, a one-gallon plastic milk jug, uh, fill it with Welch's grape juice. You know, go buy a couple of big things yep. of Welch's grape juice. Go buy one package, that's three bucks, of, of a wine or a cider yeast. Put that in there. Take a, a balloon and put the balloon over the top of the, the milk jug. Poke a, a pinprick of a hole in the top of it. 
and let it ferment for two or three weeks, and you'll have grape wine. It's that <laughs> it's that much fun. Yeah, you can that's ferment awesome. anything. That's that's awesome. I think um, I think if you're interested in that, that that's something uh, you should try to. If you want to know how and why these craft brewers got into what they do, I think it's like it's great to actually yeah. get your hands on it and do it yourself. You know, and when you can, uh, it doesn't always come out right. <laughs> I, I went to. Uh, uh, well, we tried to get you to come, but it was first day of your new job, and I can't understand why you screwed us on that. <laughs> but we had a smoker cigar dinner uh, yeah, where we I'm, solved the problems of the world, right? I'm very sad that I missed that. And I, I took a, uh, I took a bottle of 2018 Salmon Ranch uh, uh, rhubarb wine. Okay. And it was undrinkable. And I, everybody, I, and and they weren't being kind to me. Either. It was really, really funny. Everybody, I said, just here, just try this. Tell me what you think. And one guy actually spit it out on the floor. <laughs> you know, once in a while you make something that's just like. Doesn't work. It's, right. It just doesn't work. Yep. So. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's fun to try. And once in a while you hit the home run and you yeah. love it. So. You always got to be prepared for failure, yeah. which is fine. So, All right. Well, we uh, got a little bit of pumpkin beer left <laughs> if you want to. You know that one you can just put. Yeah, I'm, we'll we'll drink it up. Yeah. that's for sure. We'll Go put ahead. It and, yeah, you can have it. I mean, it's it's just a splash. I yeah. think. Matt Wilson pouring it up. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I love that sound. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to get into one more before we finally get into the food that I'm salivating over that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I talked to you. I was unaware, and this is why <laughs> you said the past. You know, Matt, you gotta start jotting these down so you know which ones we've had, which ones we haven't. Right. And I did it. I did it first, and then I kind of stopped jotting them down. So I bought one I think we've already had, but I, I, I believe it's really good. So we're going to. I checked the uh, uh, monetization of this podcast yes. this morning. And there's no reason, Matt, we can't hire a secretary. Filthy <laughs> <laughs> rich. <laughs> we have enough money to hire a secretary for one or two hours, yeah, maybe. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No, a half an hour. A half an hour. <laughs> Just enough to say hello and then goodbye. Right, right, right. <laughs> Well, we're working on it. And, you know, you know how that goes. The price of meat up nuts. Uh, I uh, The price of steaks um, in the last three months uh, are up 8.1%. Uh, and there's various types of beef, obviously, but that's that's an average. And it, it's up almost 20% uh, from the beginning of 2020 it's insane that's insane um and and i don't i'm not sure i'm having a hard time sorting out in my head the gouging versus what's real because i'm sure there's people out there going wow they're getting that much for that our costs are still the same now we're gonna do it i'm sure you're right i think it's a combination of both obviously we're 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 aware of the worker shortage uh, and and the supply shortage for a lot of things, but you're right. I'm sure people know that 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 gives them a the green light to mark things right, up too, yeah. right? So we, I'm pretty sure you're right on that too. All right, so one of our favorite brewers, Rising Storm. We've had a lot from Rising Love Storm. Love Rising Storm. We we went to Rising Storm. We did, and yeah. we had a fantastic time at Rising Storm. We lived the dream there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I know we had a bunch of it was written and. Uh, we had the, the 3D Tiki, and we had a bunch of different things. Yep. And I remembered those, but I didn't remember this one. Uh, this is another It Was Written. It's the Mango Passion Fruit Pineapple. Mm. But as soon as I said it, you were like, oh, yeah, we had that. Yeah, we had <laughs> that. We did have that one, but uh, 
you know, we've been here long enough that we could do them twice. Yeah, so, why not? Why yeah. not? And I, I do believe, unless I'm wrong, we liked this one. I think so. We like a lot of the Rising Storm ones, though. Uh, this is 6.0, so, so it's like right around the normal range, a little little stronger than the normal range. Right. Uh, it's a sour India pale ale with mango, passion fruit, pineapple, and milk sugar. <laughs> All the good things All of the, life. Right. Listen to this. Yeah. That smells really yeah, good, too. Yeah, I bet it yeah. does. Yeah. Matt Wilson pouring the drinks here, right here at the Salmon Ranch Bar. Mm. There we go. Boy, that's... Boy, if that doesn't say pineapple, yeah, it nothing sure does. does. It looks right? like a pineapple, right? It looks it actually looks tasty. Oh, that's I got out ahead of it. Sorry. <laughs> that's a sour. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's, that's excellent. That's delicious. Yeah, that is very good. That is delicious. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Rising storm. Yeah, they always they, they do good. Well. I think my favorite over there was that 3D red and blue. That was really good. Tiki tiki. That was really, really oh. good. Oh, I wish uh, I squeezed them before we left. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure we took some of that home. It didn't last very long. It did not. I got it home. It and, really and This uh, is a good beer right This is here. very, very good. Yeah, I gave one of them to my wife, and yeah, that, was, that was that. Matt, you and I got to talk about that. <laughs> <clears throat> this, is del- this beer is delicious, by the way. It, really yeah, it is. is a very good beer. And it's just like, uh, mm. it's a sour. It's got yep. a little sour to it, but not, uh, you know, it doesn't pucker you to no. death. But it does taste like uh, like pineapple. It does. And, it, and there's mango you in can there. You taste the mango. It's a little thick. It is know, pretty thick. Not, not, it's, not like, it's not like leaf fruit on the glass thick, but you definitely right. can't see through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're the best that ever lived. <laughs> yeah. I, these are the kind of beers... Where if you're not a craft beer drinker and you try something like this, you might get hooked. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Mm. So I have uh, one of my buddies, you know, you have to be careful what you ask for, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it was two years ago and I, I went out and bought maybe a, uh, I don't know, a couple quarts of peaches, right? Okay. And I came back and, and I, no, it was more than that. Maybe one of those, I don't know what what's the long... Uh, rectangular one, maybe a peck or something like I think that. It's, I think it's a peck. Yeah. A peck of peaches. Yep. So I came back and I, I processed them and I canned like six cans of peaches. Yep. Uh, six, uh, a jar, you know, the mason jars. Yep. And it was right after the virus and the jars were hard to get. You know, it was a nightmare. Yep. So anyway, my buddy called me and uh, the same guy that, had, uh, you know, has 40 cousins, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Cousin Sam's got peaches. You want some? And I go, yeah, I could use some more. A bushel comes yep. right, so you can't waste them. No, so I I wound up doing like forty um, things of uh, you know quart jars of, of peaches. Okay, and you can only eat so many peaches, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So now I have probably it's been two years. I probably have I don't know maybe ten left. Okay, so those are going in a fermenter. I think that's. Uh, I have this idea. net bag that that keeps things together like if you have berries and stuff like that that you know so it's not all in the bottom right um and you put them in this net and they're all in the sugar water already which is peach water it's gonna be great i'm gonna make five gallons of peach wine and uh just thought i'd let you know you're gonna get a bottle of that i'm already excited on that now all right i think we've had a couple beers i think it's time to eat man (laughs) you are something The great Matt Wilson here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, mm. culinary expert and uh, um, 
analyzer and grader of all foods. <laughs> so what I'm going to give you first is on the plate is a Hungarian and then a jalapeno. And let's see. I'll give you another one of these uh, these jalapenos here. Oh, so I'll man. grab you that. There you go. These look fantastic. Now... Uh, Look at the bacon on these things. There's no less than 20 different ways of doing this and 150 different uh, ingredients that you could use. It, what I do is I cook them two different ways. This one here I cooked in a pan, this batch, because uh, I cut them lengthwise. So they're sitting in the pan like a boat. Yep. And those of you that are either have... Uh, how should I put this? Mental problems, <laughs> or you just have a giant, huge tolerance mm. for heat. Mm. You can leave the seeds and the webbing in there, yep. and it'll go from zero to a hundred. Real it. quick too, and and it's really really good. But if you like, if you want to enjoy the experience without your throat being burned off, <laughs> um, take the seeds out, take the webbing out, yep. and cream cheese. Mm. Uh, mm. Once in a while, I made one batch with that uh, wine cheese once. Yep. How, how'd that go? Yeah, I didn't like it as much. Cream cheese, you can put anything in. Now, I, I cut up scallions for this. Mm. Mm. Um, and there's, uh, uh, I always use sharp cheddar, the shredded sharp cheddar cheese. But there's a little bit of Mexican mix in this, mm -hmm. too. You know, the taco cheese that you buy. And then. Um, and there's still a little heat there, too. Yeah, there, there is. Yep. There is. Now, the Hungarians are not as. Uh, not by any means as, as hot as the jalapenos are. That's so good, though. Um, but these are all peppers that we grew here. Mm. And we didn't have much of a garden this year because uh, right where our normal garden is, there's a 100-foot, 15-foot uh, high, three-panel solar array that went in there. there <laughs> so next year, we got to figure out where the garden's going to be. Sure. That's delicious. Uh, and uh, you like it? Mm. Mm. Oh, you know what? Push that little button there, that red button on this thing. Would you turn that off? Because that fan right here. Oh, uh, no, not on that oh. one. Yeah, yeah. Because what, what happens, this is an induction cooking top. Yep. And it, uh, it keeps things warm. So now instead of running in and out of the main kitchen, I can come back in here. Which is why this is still yeah. nice and warm. Yeah. This is great. Uh, mm. There's nothing wrong with, or nothing worse than cold food. But the induction cooktop, which um, you have to have something that's magnetic to sit on it or it yep. won't work. That's why that disc is there. Sure. But it keeps everything warm, and and it's wonderful. Because yep. yeah, before, you have to run out and run back in. And, right. Yeah. But it has a fan going. That's yep. that fan you hear in yep. the background, folks. <laughs> is, is that still on now? Do I see yeah. It? Yeah. It'll go off by itself. Oh, okay. Because you turned it off. All right. Uh, but anyway, this is Grill List. <laughs> <laughs> iHeartMedia, Spotify, Apple, everywhere in the world you get your podcast. Yep. Matt Wilson, Jim Salmon here every week. Uh, to, uh, I, by the way, I'm out of here uh, tomorrow morning at 3 in the morning. You off to the airport. son of a gun. I'm jet-setting <laughs> over to Chicago uh, and driving down to South Bend. Uh, on Saturday, I'm going to um, the Notre Dame-Purdue football game. Good for you. Yeah, that'll be That's fun. That's awesome. Yeah, be a lot. I, I've, I've never been there. Um, actually, I'm going there to inspect a house. That's uh, right. You're a licensed home inspector. I.E. slash uh, a business trip. Yeah. 
That's right. You have an actual uh, other job here, then. Yeah. <laughs> I have to make a living. I actually have to make a living to pay for grill this. <laughs> Grills can be expensive. Yeah. Right? <laughs> mm. Boils are good, aren't they? Those are delicious. This, um, this beer complements it well. This is a great meal. I'm enjoying this a lot. Folks, if you want to uh, do chilies, uh, jalapenos, you know, habaneros if you're brave, uh, buy one of those chili grills. Go out and get a good one. It's a stainless steel grill with a, a bunch of like one-inch holes in it, mm-hmm. and you can cut the tops off of jalapenos, core them out, and set them in the chili grill so they're standing up. Then you can put in a little bit of butter. You can put nuts, shrimp, mm. crab, cream cheese, seal crab, them over that, like wrap that. them with bacon, jam and toothpick in there, salt and pepper, uh, Parmesan, all that, and then roast them on your grill. You can come up, there's a million things you can mm. do with it at that point. Now, this is this is amazing. I'm really enjoying This is delicious. Yeah, it goes, uh, they teach you in broadcast school, Matt. <laughs> Don't chew gum. We don't do that. But, no, we don't do the gum. But we do do um, just about every other food. And once in a while, we have disasters. Mm. I've been on uh, WHAM this December 15th, around the 15th or so, will be 33 years. 33 years. Yeah. We started in 1988. <laughs> Thank you. And... Uh, I want to say five times in 33 years, I dumped stuff on the on the keyboard and on the equipment <laughs> that we were eating. You know? Yeah, I can so, see that happening. That made me more popular than I already am with management. But you know, so I, I I've been there three, so I got 30 more to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Hmm. Gosh. Yep, that's delicious. I like it. I like it. The ones that I got had a little kick to it because I and I like spice, so I like the fact there's a little kick to them. It's, it's fantastic. Again, though, well, there's one left you can take to your wife. Uh, she's probably not gonna get that. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm afraid of, though. I don't know how much of this actually makes it home. <laughs> well, that's why I don't let her listen to it until after the food's already gone. We actually got. Uh, some grill this uh, email okay. this week, which was kind of the first time I remember getting any any mail relating to the to the podcast. Yeah, here, but well, well, thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> go to jimsalmon.com or insidethemargesradio.com, or you can go to our Facebook page, Grill This. Uh, we'll be happy to hear from you, and any question you have to ask, we'll, uh, we'll do our best to get an answer for you. Mm. <laughs> but and also you can find the <laughs> Seven Ranch Cowboy Cooking Show mm-hmm. on YouTube good, available man. now. Uh, we're working on the second uh, episode, so stick around for that. That's being uh, worked on right now. Uh, and again, Spotify, uh, iHeart, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, we're available there. Uh, we'd love for you to check us out. Follow us. Make sure if you follow us, you autumn as soon as a new Grillis is out. It's automatically downloaded for you. So once you go ahead and follow that, make it make it easy for yourself. You don't got to look for us. We'll we'll be right there for you. That's a lot of fun. We 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 enjoy doing this podcast. It's good food every week. Yep. It's a lot of fun, yep. and we're getting more and more listeners. We and, are and followers, and and it's just it's a lot of fun. So we'll uh, keep doing it. We appre- we appreciate everyone listening to this because yeah. it's fun for us to do, and we get to meet a lot of great people and craft brewers, and we have people that are now friends. 
Uh, we have uh, Kelly Guilfoyle that uh, we've we've vet now. She's she's yep. <laughs> she's a hoot. So yeah, we we enjoy we we enjoy doing this. So uh, this uh, nice lady Cindy uh, emailed me and said, uh, "I love it when you guys talk about girls." Okay. Um, but she suggested that we talk about portable stuff. Okay. Because a lot of times, you know, you have a pickup truck, a SUV, a hatchback or whatever, and you want to go camping. And... Yeah, or tailgating to a football game right, or whatever. Exactly. Right, exactly. Sure. So I went out and researched the best uh, portable grill, and it seems to be, without exception, it's the Road Trip by Coleman. Okay. It's a two, uh, the Coleman Road Trip 285 stand-up propane gas grill. So this is a gas grill. Yeah. Okay. And it features, uh, the the best features, the sturdy quick-fold legs. It's, it's, it's like an ironing board type of deal. Okay. Uh, and uh, it just pops in and out of the tailgate, uh, has push-button ignition, uh, 20,000 BTUs, which is enough to cook anything you want. Sure. Uh, adjustable burners. It has a water pan uh, that catches the grease, which is great. Nice. And two side tables. Because when you're camping, you never have enough. That's you know, very true. Gee, I forgot to bring the card table or yeah. whatever, you know. So this is a, this is an actual propane. Have you seen the ones <clears throat> that are portable? They're like, they're like almost griddles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, yeah. They're like, like, like little forming grills almost. Right. This one has the uh, the availability. You know, it's like anything else. You can buy more stuff for sure, it, right? Sure, sure, sure. It has a griddle uh, for, like, pancakes and stuff. Okay. It has a burner in the middle that you can, you know, that's what it comes with. Sure. Uh, and then there's something else that, uh, uh, oh, a uh, grate, like if you're doing a steak. Okay, excellent, yeah. excellent. That's excellent. Um, and it uh, has a locking lid and... Uh, it's easy to transport, two rugged wheels, all that kind of stuff. Two eighty nine. It's not terrible. No. Yeah. It's no. Not terrible it's at all. Two hundred and eighty nine bucks. And it's available at uh uh various types of uh big boxes where sure. we never send you. Yep. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> or probably ordering it on Amazon right. or whatever. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah sure. So I I don't know I I think uh, I think those things are cool. I don't I, own anything that's portable. I did, you know, I I I don't anymore. I think I gave it away or something. But I did. I used to go to a lot of football games. There's a point uh, in my in my life where I was going to like three or four, sometimes five games a year, uh, and because of that, I NFL was, or uh, uh, mostly NFL. Okay. Sometimes some some other games, uh, t- sports sometimes, but mostly NFL games. Have you ever been to seen Notre Dame play? Or no? I've not seen Notre right. Dame play. No. Uh, but yeah, because of that, everyone was kind of, everyone had, who went with us had their designated job, right? Everyone like, okay, you're in charge of getting the burgers, you're in charge of getting the beverages. Right. And uh, Matt, uh, either myself or my friend Frank, who used to go with us, we were the two that were in charge of the cooking. So I always As had- As it should be. Yeah. So I had this nice portable, and I can't remember who made it. I wish I could. But it was, I had it for a while, and it was a really good grill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the most important part of that whole hierarchy you just explained about everybody has their own job is who's driving. <laughs> yes, we always had a D, we always had a DD because, as you know, there's a little bit of consumption at football mm-hmm. games. Consumption, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, consumption. That's a that's a good way of putting it. Anyway, um, so this this particular grill is available at all the big boxes. Excellent. Which uh, you know, for two eighty nine, if you're looking for something that's Real portable and whatever. And it it seems like it's very versatile. Yeah. The reviews on it are pretty good. 
and like you said, uh, if you if you want to camp or you do whatever you're doing, you're going to a park. Right. You know that that's that's fantastic. Absolutely perfect stuff. Yeah. So Jim, I I had a I had a a tip that I wanted to give. I I, I sometimes I goof around, uh, and uh, as you know, I recently acquired a a, a beautiful pellet grill. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to using that some very soon in the future. Uh, but I did not have the meat that I wanted to cook on that grill. I, I want to do. I figured I have a nice size pellet grill now. I got to do like a brisket or something. I don't want to do like chicken thighs and, and stuff that I had. So I figured I didn't want to do gas because I like the taste of charcoal or wood. That's that's just how I am. So I figured I'd, I'd open up the the, the charcoal grill and uh, do the uh, do a rack of ribs and a few uh, chicken thighs, kind of smoke them out a little bit, and, mm. and it came out fantastic. Uh, so I I kind of do this a similar thing I've seen you do when I do it too. You get the pan of water in there, so uh, it keeps the keeps it moist. Right, right, yep. right. And I still and I spray. Uh, I know you use apple uh, juice. I use apple cider vinegar. Okay, but we I still I spray it down on occasion to keep it nice and moist and, and everything. But the one thing I hate about my charcoal grill is when you're done, <laughs> you got all that dust and and grime and all the the charcoal particles at the bottom that you got to kind of sweep out and right. clean. And it's kind of a pain in the butt after you spend hours upon hours cooking something on that thing. You know, you know, the last thing you want to do is spend another hour cleaning it. So just. I just wanted to try because I haven't done it before. I I, I got a, I got a torch because I saw you use a torch. Now I got a torch too. <laughs> that's, that's why my wife loves you so much because I, I buy stuff I shouldn't probably. But anyways, I just bought a new suburban. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I can't I can't go that far. <laughs> but so I got this torch and I and I put uh, I was like you know what I you and you got me this really cool uh, uh, table for Christmas which I, I appreciate. Uh, it's a little uh, table where you can. Uh, Heat up charcoal or set up things that you want to on that table, which is an awesome table. For couch, yep, yep. Couch oven, anything right. you want, yeah. So I put it, I put it on there, and I, I had one of those disposable aluminum trays that you buy where you can put meat or whatever you want to. In. Oh, those are great. I love those, and I bought, I bought a really big one. And my charcoal girl's got this thing where you can open up the front where you can load the charcoal in instead of putting it on the top. You can just open up like this little gate and like shove it in shove there. Shove it in there, right? Yeah. So I heated it up in that little tin. With the with the um, with the with the torch, and I and I was gonna just you know I had these little these little tong things where you grab them, you could throw them in there, and I started doing that. I was like, wait a minute, what if I can just shove this whole thing in there? Sure. And I did. Yeah. And it, it didn't was, burn through. No, it did not burn okay. through. Uh, and I was able to. The meat still came out great, and everything was fantastic. And when I was all done, I just pulled the tin out. <laughs> Pour a little water in it, with the charcoal out, and throw done. it out. Yeah. No mess. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've ex- you know, you 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 sound like you have a better discipline on cleaning and maintenance than I do. It's not fun. I hate it because <laughs> I, I I mean, especially when you're cooking some great stuff, it you, takes the forever. The last thing to, you yeah. think about is cleaning, right? You've so. cooked for seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve hours right. sometimes, and then you finally get done, and you've eaten, and you've had some beverages with the food, and you know you're finally sitting down, you're like, ah, this was a job well done. The last thing you want to do is, all right, let me go back out there and clean up the grill now. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. No, you're right. So the second batch that I brewed this week um, was some black raspberry wine. Oh, man. And uh, it's been cooking now for about a week. And really, really, I, I put it up around 
oh, I don't know what time it was, probably three in the afternoon, two or three in the afternoon, and I brought it out here into my office where it's the temperature's stable. Yep. Right, because um, you want something that's about seventy degrees, right. and with the air conditioning off, it's, that's it's about much lower, right, yeah. yeah. So, so I set it up out here, and when I came in the next morning into my office, it was bubbling and cranking, and next to it was the uh, the cider. Yep, and the cider wasn't moving at all. Remember, I had used the yeast it expired yeah, in March. Right, 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 right. So, I did my radio program. That was Saturday morning. Starting at six o'clock, by ten o'clock I got off the air and the cider was cranking too. Awesome. And the both of them, my secretary's sitting in the in the other office and it's going <laughs> all day. <time. laughs> and she goes, "Can I try this? And you better not leave all those glasses over there, right? Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, let's try it." Well, you know, here we go live on grill. This I was going to grab another beer for us to try. Can we can we, can we sample those? Absolutely. All right. Let me grab it for you. Look at that. That means you have to talk. All right. <laughs> that you know what you you would think I've learned this by now by doing. I've worked with Jim on radio and here. Uh, Want to remind everyone again? Make sure you go to uh, YouTube to watch the uh, the Sandwich Ranch Cowboy Cooking Show. It is available now. If you haven't seen what we look like, you've heard us on the air. Uh, we had a we had a blast doing it. It isn't pretty though. It's not. It's not pretty. Now, which kind do you want? Cider or the wine? Let's do the wine. All right. All right. So we had a blast doing that show, and you, you can tell when you watch it. It was fun. We're laughing a lot. Um, that final scene when we're all eating, and uh, Jim always always makes fun because he, he says he didn't expect the food to come out as well as it did, but it, it came out amazing, and we devoured, devoured all the food. I think there's still stains of uh, cobbler on uh, John Welch's shirt somewhere because he, he ate so much cobbler it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but it was it was a fun time. Stole him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to discipline him. Yeah, but it was a good time, and we also we had just as much fun making the second one. We had just as much fun, and uh, I'm still working on putting that together. But that'll be out soon. Uh, the we we the good thing about the new one is we upgraded some of our gear, so the camera uh, angles and the actual shots look clearer. I actually did start looking at some of the scenes and putting some of it together now. And it looks really good. Does looks it? Oh. Really, really good. Oh, good. Uh, it, it, you, it's like night. And, when you see the new one, it's like night and day uh, as far as cameras go. So I, I can't wait to finish it. Uh, again, we'll we'll put that on YouTube as well. We uh, gotta start making making money somehow, yeah. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this is uh, black raspberry wine, twelve pounds of fresh uh, black raspberries. Which, if anybody that knows anything about black raspberries, it smells amazing. Yeah, that's that's almost impossible to get that much together, but we did it. Uh, seven pounds of sugar, some tannin, some acid blend. Um, I did kill the yeast in this. Um, there's five gallons here, and I put five uh, Campton tablets in there, which kills the natural mm -hmm. the yeast, the uh, wild yeast, um, a little pectin enzyme. And then uh, you fill it up to the five gallons with water. Stir the heck out of it. Remember, everything's yep. sanitized. It smells really good, too. And then uh, I put the raspberries in a sanitized bag, and then I use a uh, a giant mashed potato masher, and I crush them all, and it's just cranking and, and fermenting, and what do you think? Yeah. All right, so here we go. There we go, Bent Wilson trying the black raspberry. That is insanely good. <laughs> I know, I it's know. Insane. So, number one, 
it's dangerous. It's that there, it's so good that you might mess yourself up right. with this. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> there might be two of you sitting there, which would be a feat. <laughs> um, lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.